Welcome to Easy Email Marketing. I'm your host, Yael Keown, mum, FIFO wife, MBA, coffee lover, survivor superfan, and creator of the email experience. In Easy Email Marketing, you'll benefit from my nearly 20 years experience where I'll be teaching you all the tips, tricks, and insider info on how to create feel-good, non-spammy experiences for your subscribers. Let's get stuck in. Welcome back to Easy Email Marketing. I'm your host, Yao Kion, and as this episode is released, we are coming to the end of the first quarter of 2022, which means it's quarterly review planning strategy time. So whether you're listening to this live or at any quarter, um, this is one of those episodes that you can come back to time and time again. Personally, I find doing quarterly reviews and plans and strategy the perfect spacing for my business. Three months feels like enough space to create some pretty solid plans for um, where you can see enough change happening and just let things sit and see what's working, see what isn't. But it's not so far in advance that you're making like guesses as to what you're doing or you can't just, you know, pivot um, what you're doing. A year just feels too long. And while I love a good annual plan to map out, you know, when to be doing launches or when I have major events or when we want to go on a holiday, with a quarter, you can get really specific about what you want to do and set some really concrete goals. And a month just feels too short. You feel like you've only just done one monthly plan before you're going back and doing it again. Um, But having said that, I do check in on these quarterly plans every month just to make sure, you know, the day-to-day calendar side of things matches goals. So for me, what I love to do is block out a day every quarter where I do my strategic planning. And this is for the whole business. So business strategy, what offers I'm making, marketing strategy, as well as my email. So I love to take myself to a cafe, to a park, or just spread out on the couch with lots of pens, post-its, highlighters, and some chocolate. Um, And even for my free to thrive marketing coaching program, uh, we also block out three hours to go through our quarterly strategies together. So this is where we ensure we are focusing on the most important tasks to help us reach our goals. Uh, Just as a side note, I'll be taking applications for this again in a couple of months. So you can get on the wait list for that if you want to know more at yalekeown.com forward slash free. Okay, so while I'm not going to go through every single strategic step I go through with people, uh, with the members of Free to Thrive or that I go through personally every quarter, I did want to specifically hone in on four key things that you should be reviewing every quarter when it comes to your email marketing. Think of this as about 20 to 30 minutes of your quarterly strategy day. Um, Just that little bit of time you're dedicating to this key strategy to see what's working, see what isn't. So grab your pen and paper and note these things down. So the first thing you want to be reviewing every single quarter is your lead page or sign-up form conversion rates and the traffic sources to these pages. So how are you growing your email list? You might have one freebie or you might have 10. So obviously how much time this takes depends on how many you have. But it is very important to be checking how well your lead pages or sign-up forms are performing because sometimes we set these things up and we think, oh, we're not getting that many sign-ups. But really it's it's the, we're getting a lot of traffic to the page, just not people converting. And, and um, it's about identifying the most important part. So whether we need to focus on improving these lead pages or sign up forms, or whether we need to just get more traffic to it. And it's identifying what's the most important. So you can identify, you can figure out the conversion rate in a few ways. First, if you have a goal set up in Google Analytics, um, it can show you 
um, straight away the percent conversion from any specific page. So you can do that and there'll be a goals column. If you don't have a goal um, set up, there's other ways to do it. I'll, I'll share that in a moment. Or if you use like a dedicated lead page software, you have something like deadline funnel in play, something like that, that will also show you statistics of how many people visit and how many people convert. If you have a thank you page that you direct people to, so if they fill out the details and they get taken to a thank you page, you can just do some simple maths here as well. So you can go into Google Analytics and go take the number of people who reach the thank you page and divide it by the number of people that visited the main lead page and you'll get a percent. Um, So that's another way you can figure out your conversion rate. If you don't have any of that tracking, firstly, I recommend you go and set up your Google Analytics. It's free and it makes it so much easier. But um, as a little bit of a workaround, it's not 100%, but you can also just look at how much your email list has grown in the quarter and then compare that to the number of people who visited that page. So hopefully you can get some sort of numbers around that. Now, also, if you are running Facebook ads, obviously you can also go into your Facebook ads dashboard and just find the column to see how many people actually clicked the ad and then versus how many people signed up. Obviously, this only shows specifically Facebook ad results, but still you'll get a conversion rate for that page. So what's a good conversion? A <laughs> good question. So for a lead page, I'm looking to around 60 to 70%. For anything that's like a PDF style lead magnet, like a free download, or 40 to 60% for something that's like a webinar, a masterclass, or a challenge um, where you're involving someone's time as well. So it's somewhere in that range. Um, but mostly you've got to be comparing to yourself. So if, you, if you're nailing it and you're at 70%, maybe you're not focusing too much. Maybe you just want to get more traffic. But if you're kind of on the lower end, maybe you're like, okay, is there something I can tweak with the headline here? Or can I make the button on the text a little bit different? From an overall a website visits perspective, we have a pop-up or like a prominent sign-up form, like on your homepage or like a sticky bar. You're looking at probably about 2 to 3% of all your website visits. So that's um, your lead page conversions. But an additional layer you want to be looking at is where your traffic is coming from. So sometimes this is surprising, right? Maybe you have a t- spend a ton of time on Instagram, for example, but you don't get many visits um, from there that actually sign up to your list. But you find a lot maybe come from like a Google search, for example. So it's just helpful information to know. So, you know, okay, where should I be directing my list building energy? So to find this out, you will also need to check your Google Analytics. So you go to behavior, site content, all pages, and then find your thank you page in the list. Um, Ideally, you have that. If you don't have that, just go to find your lead page, the page that they go to, and then click on that. Then add, there's a little um, drop-down box where you can add a secondary dimension. So click that drop-down and find source slash medium, and then this will tell you where your visits have come from. So just note down these numbers, um, maybe your top five, and just kind of have a look and just, you know, note down what, is most interesting to you. So this sounds like a lot, but really once you're familiar with this, it's just a few clicks and it should only take you five minutes to do. Okay. The second thing you want to be reviewing are your campaign opens and clicks and sales. So this is a bit obvious, um, but definitely we want to be checking in what emails your subscribers are loving from you so you know to write more from them. So what you want to do is just go to your campaigns dashboard or if you if your email software has like a reporting page for all your campaigns or your broadcasts, just go there and have a look for the last three months, you know, your average open rate. Now, hopefully you can export 
to an Excel file. I've literally just with my active campaign, which I can't do it in, I just take that page, I copy it, all the text, and then paste it into a spreadsheet and just tidy up the columns. Um, then you can do like an average of your open rates and an average of your click-through rates. If you're e-commerce, you should also be able to have sales data associated with specific emails. Um, if you're a service-based business, you might not have this information. You might be able to take a stab in the in the dark as to which e- emails resulted in sales. So that's an optional column, but obviously it's very helpful if that's specific to you. So depending on your software, you may be able to print out the report or just copy and paste in the spreadsheet. And you're looking at that average open rate. You're looking at the average click-through rate. And you're also just generally looking at what emails did best and what did the worst. So the first two are just like a good number for looking at trends over time, just so you can compare yourself. Okay, last quarter, my open rate was 20%. This quarter, it's 21%. Um, so that is really good. So that's what you're kind of looking for. I'm just thinking, how can you improve? And when it comes down to what did best or what did worst, Definitely, this is a subjective because different emails have different purposes. So for some emails, your focus is purely on engagement and you might be getting people just to click through or it's you're sending a blog and the goal is for people to click, but you're not necessarily out selling anything. So you would expect this to have a higher click through, but you know, not necessarily sales. On the opposite side, if you had something that just was just a message that had a reply, you're not expecting any clicks um, unless there's something that happened to click through in the footer or something. So obviously... What you're asking for is going to impact on the rates. Sales emails may have lower opens and clicks, but they get the sales. So it kind of makes up for it. So I wouldn't necessarily call a sales email something that performs worse because it's generating the money for you. So obviously that's the priority for you. So remember to take this into account when assessing best or worst. And I'm using quotation marks around those words. So there's no hard and fast rule here. It's just about getting an overall feel of what's working and what isn't and kind of comparing to yourself. Um, an example here could be like, you know, types of subject lines that seem to get more opens and, and calls to action that your audience seems to enjoy. So just take a moment to note down any insights. Again, only about five minutes. This doesn't have to be complicated. The third thing then are your key automation opens, clicks, and sales. So this is exactly the same as the above, except you just need to go to a different screen and look at the main automations you have set up and see how the emails are performing. So you'll be looking at things like your welcome series, your abandoned carts, and your post-purchase emails. And you'll be looking at opens, clicks, and sales, obviously with the lens of the purpose of the automation. So obviously an abandoned cart, the goal is to get the sale. So your conversions and sales is going to be your key metric there. But post-purchase, you know, they've just purchased from you. You're not going to be expecting them to buy, but you're wanting to look at people opening and clicking um, and seeing if they're engaging with those emails. But so just having a look at that, but also comparing individual emails in any given automation. So for example, if there's one email in your welcome series that gets lower open rates than the rest, maybe should you look at changing the subject line or changing the focus of the email. So just have a quick look here as to, again, what's working, what isn't, no down any insights. It could be perfect or there might be one or two things you want to change. Again, just five minutes because you probably only have about three or four really key automations in your business. And then finally, the fourth thing, what you want to do every quarterly review is actually a list clean. So I've spoken about in a previous episode on deliverability, episode 15, I think. I will link that in the show notes. Um, But having a clean list in a nutshell is crucial for your emails actually hitting inboxes. So if someone is receiving your emails but never opening them, then this can have a big impact on your sender reputation. Most inbox providers say about 120 days of you sending 
plenty of emails, but people not opening. So that's why I recommend looking at this, doing a list clean about every quarter. So to do this, you'll create a segment of subscribers. Obviously, you need to look up how to do this in your email software or find out how in the email experience. Um, And you would, you know, say a segment of subscribers that have been on your list for that full period of time, because obviously if they only just signed up yesterday and they haven't opened, that's a different story. Um, But actually they've been on there for the full time, but they have not opened or clicked a single email. Adding that clicked is important as because not all open rates are reported properly anymore due to like things like Apple's new privacy protection. So open rates becoming a little bit less reliable, but clicks um, are reliable or visits to website, etc. So then you can choose once you've got that segment, just choose to unsubscribe them, let them go um, with love. So this is a big way to boost your open rates, by the way, um, and also helps you send a reputation. And that's my preference. Or you can also send them a last chance campaign if you want. Okay, so they're the four key things I want you to be looking at with your email marketing every single quarter. So quick recap. Firstly, your lead page or sign up form conversion rate and where the traffic's coming from. Secondly, your campaign opens, clicks and sales. Thirdly, your key automation opens, clicks and sales. And finally, you know, your overall list engagement and doing a list clean. And then from here, other things that you might want to look at as part of your strategy could be like um, looking at those learnings and go, okay, what's one or two, three, one, two or three things I want to work on with my email marketing over this quarter? Do I want to swap out this email? Do I want to add in an automation? Um, obviously, if you want a whole range of ideas of the different things you can layer in and the different strategies, the email experience membership is the place for that. But for me, for example, over the next quarter, I really want to improve my content funnel. There's a few things I want to add there and I just want to review it. And also um, the onboarding experience for email experience members. So I've spent a lot of time recently reviewing my welcome and my sales funnels. And now I'm looking at the other side of that picture. In addition, maybe you want to start mapping out your email ideas for the following quarter or at least the next month. So you kind of got an idea about what you want to send. And because you are in this zone where you've just seen which emails your list seems to like to read. So now you can get inspired by that to come up with other content ideas. So going through this process about once a quarter helps you focus on what's important, what your audience wants to know from you, and it keeps you on track. And it also removes that overwhelm of the unknown because sometimes we're just like guessing as to what our audience wants from us. Are we guessing as to where we need to put our work? But looking at the numbers, that tells us, that gives us a key um, to the picture. So if you do want any support or guidance with it, then the email experience is definitely the place to get all of that. Um, I have a full range of things like how to segment all the different automations. I talk about how to optimize all the things. And there are some, you know, email marketing health checks um, processes in there. So you can get the wait on the wait list anytime at yaokeon.com forward slash experience. Thank you so much for joining me today. I would love to hear from you about what you've enjoyed from this episode, or what you want to hear about next. So let me know over on Instagram. I am at Yale Keown, and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Easy Email Marketing. It's an absolute honor that you chose to listen. If you love this episode, then it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review so that others can find this podcast and make their email marketing easy too. Finally, make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a thing. Until next time, have an awesome day and make sure to keep showing up and serving in those inboxes.